Good morning, everyone. This is episode two of The Anxious Mind. I'm Kevin, and I am more than anxiety. So today I want to talk about taking action. Uh, Last time we talked about goals and some daily goals that I was trying to implement into my life to get myself back on the road to finding the better version of myself. So just a quick recap, wake up 5.30, meditation sometime during the day, uh, eat enough food, so diet, Uh, keep my room clean, gym, study and read something, study and or read something, and then another one was stay happy. I'm not sure if I said that in the last one though. (sighs) Yawn, sorry. I did actually wake up at 5.30 today. So that was a real yawn. So I'm really tired. Um, yeah, taking action. So just writing those goals down is extremely easy. Obviously. Um, I feel like I'm unrealistic w- with myself sometimes on the goals. Uh, like I have these white, th- this whiteboard here, but I used to have two where I would fill up with goals. And sometimes I'd write things that were super unrealistic and I'd get extremely frustrated when I couldn't cross those off of the list because they're super, super long-term goals. And it's not like I wasn't doing things day-to-day to work towards it, but nothing significant where I'd you know, be there way sooner than I was... Uh, way sooner than a normal person would get there. I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, I think one of them was to get my blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So if any of you train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, if you don't, you should check it out. At least go to one class. It's amazing. Uh, Anyway get my blue belt. So I had it on the list and I I had it on there for a while. Uh and I started slowing down. So if you don't know how that works, uh with my previous instructor, it he went by hours on the mat. I don't 100% agree with that way. Hours, but I'm just a blue belt, so what do I know? Um, so he went by hours and I had that written on the board, get my blue belt. And if I'm only going two hours a week, when I was going two hours a class or two hours a day, every single day, how am I going to get to the blue belt faster? If hours are my requirement, right? I'm going to be going every single day for two hours instead of two hours a week. And my schedule was kind of limiting me from training so I could only train a couple hours a week and I was getting frustrated with myself that I'd made all this improvement and then slowed down but that was just because I was going to school and I had all this time to train but you know life gets in the way of things and I had to slow down my training but I was still extremely frustrated that I was making all this progress going so fast and then it all just stopped. 
So that was unreli- or that was it was dumb of me to be so mad at myself that I was making all that progress and stopped, but I had to because of work. Um <laughs> I'm not really sure where I was going with that. I guess that was just an example of being unrealistic. So this time around, I've wrote things that or I focus on things or I've been more realistic with things that I'm focusing on. So like one of my long term goals is to be a real estate investor. And I don't know how long away or how far away I am from that. It could be five years. It could be 15 to 20 years. I just want to keep that in the back of my head and write it down somewhere, but I don't think that should be on the same goal list, monthly goal list. And I'm going to find, I'm going to figure out a way to add that into the daily goals, but I'm not sure what I need to start doing yet. I guess saving money, but I hope you, I hope you get what I'm saying is that I'm trying to be realistic and not get burnt out. Anyway, how do I take the action? Or how do I take action towards these goals? So, 5.30, I got to start going to bed earlier. Uh, obviously, I won't get enough sleep if I'm staying up till 2 o'clock watching Stranger Things and getting up at 5.30. So, a golden rule real quick if you're training... Uh, there's literature that backs us up. Um, you can look into it yourself, but usually the rule for sleep is five to eight hours. If you're an athlete or, uh, train the weights five to eight hours and me sleeping three hours would be stupid for my recovery abilities so if i'm only sleeping two hours and i'm going in the gym my uh, performance is going to be hindered so that would be taken away from another goal which is the gym and a big priority for me right now i'm trying to look a certain way because if i'm gonna be a personal trainer i'm my own marketing right on my walking billboard I need to look and sound like I know what I'm talking about. So that's a big goal for me. Um, man, I need a co-host or something because I keep going on these tangents and I forget where I'm, what I'm talking about. I have notes. I have not a lot of notes, just like you know some uh, some bullet points. You know, just like subjects I want to talk about, but I keep getting sidetracked. So if you like that, cool. If you don't, I'm sorry. Um, a little side note on the Stranger Things. Uh, I kind of, for me with anxiety, I, I've got a lot better, but so real quick, when I have an anxiety attack, it kind of feels like um, I'm losing touch with my body. 
I'm sure you know what I'm talking about if you do experience anxiety. Like, where you feel kind of out of touch. Like, you're about to lose control of your body. That's that's the only way I can really describe it. Or if you've been extremely, extremely uh, high off of marijuana. You know that feeling where you kind of feel like you look at your hands and then they're not, <laughs> they don't look like your hands. That's pretty much, I'm not 100% sure, but I think when you do have that, it is like some sort of panic attack when you smoke too much weed, marijuana. But that's how I feel. I feel like I'll, I'll look at my own hands and they don't feel like mine. I'll, and I'll touch them together and it kind of feels like, um, I don't really know how to describe it. It's just super weird. It's terrifying, actually, to feel like I'm about to lose control of my body or like I'm about to have an out-of-body experience or have a psychotic break where I lose my mind and uh, lose control. That was, a big, that was a big reason of me not driving. I don't know if I said that in the last episode or not, but I quit driving for... Uh, eight eight months to about a year. I couldn't drive a car because I, I would keep getting that feeling. And I would get extremely in my head about it. Not only was it really uncomfortable, but I didn't like the idea of me losing control and possibly hurting someone else. So that was in my head every time I got in a car. Very, very unfortunate. It was it was hard. I found out who I found out who my real friends were quick when all of that went down. Um I lost a lot of friends actually. And then I had a lot of friends that told me basically that I was faking it. That was really hard to hear. And I know if you have anxiety you you know what I'm talking about when you know, you let people into your life and you try to explain how you're suffering and maybe you're reaching out for help to them, but they just can't grasp the idea of that. And you can't blame them really because, you know, if they've never experienced it, how are they supposed to know? So... Open myself up to a lot of friends about it to explain why I wasn't driving. And a lot of them kind of just shit on me. It was hard. It was hard to hear. Or it was hard to have, you know, people that are so close to you not believe you. And it's sad. Makes me sad to think about. But that's kind of the reason I'm making this is because... I want to be someone that understands what you're going through. And I'm trying to figure out a way to help us, you know, through self-development and being happy and present. You know, without medication, doing it on our own. I mean, this podcast is for people that don't have anxiety as well. I know a lot of people get stressed out through the day, but 
you know, that don't have anxiety. It's for you, too. If you want to listen to me, let's have these little rants about these feelings. But I think it's important to talk about. I'm actually uneasy talking about this right now. Always have been. Every time I've tried to explain my anxiety, I'm sure my voice is a little shaky when I talk about it. But I'm trying to get better at it and, you know, show people that we have a voice. Like, we shouldn't be so damn ashamed of having it. It's not like a, it's not a choice. It's not like we make up, we wake up in every every morning and, you know, be like, you know what? Ah, Yesterday was a little too good. Let's have a shitty day. Yesterday was a little too good. Let's, let's take it back a couple cranks, you know, feel out of it. A little disoriented, sick today. No, we don't do that. I mean, a little bit, I think. We get stuck in our thoughts. But a lot of times it's not really our choice. So I'm fif- I'm just trying to figure out how we can get better through self-development. But anyway, with the Stranger Things, uh, that feeling. I get that feeling while I'm watching TV because um, it stimulates you when you watch TV. I get, for myself, I get so sucked into it. I look away for a second. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I'm not in that movie. You know what I mean? Like, ah, it's trippy. When you get so sucked into something, you look away and you're like, oh, man. (laughs) I was just watching TV. Like, that wasn't really a movie. Or I wasn't really just in that movie. And for me, when that happens, I kind of start feeling disconnected that I was zoned out for so long. I'm not sure why that happens. I'm sure a psychologist could explain it, but I'm not a psychologist. I'm just a experiencer. <laughs> but uh, while I was watching Stranger Things, I started having these feelings, and I was kind of getting—I was getting overwhelmed, to say the least. And. I sat there, and usually, you know, I'd start, I'd get up, and I'd, like, go outside or something, get a, get a breath, uh, pace around. I'd probably, at that point, stop watching TV. But I knew that if I did that, then it won, you know? Anxiety won. And I've been, I've played that game a lot of times where I was watching TV, and then I'd get that feeling. I'm like, oh, fuck. Go to my room. And try to distract myself from the feeling. But this time I said no. I said to myself that I understand what this is. This is anxiety. These are the symptoms that I've had a million times. I've had them more times than I can count. And every time I've made it through. I've been okay. So I knew that I couldn't just suppress it. right? I can't just pretend it wasn't there. I had to acknowledge that it was there. And tell myself I wasn't afraid of it. Even though I was a little bit afraid. <laughs> Low-key a little afraid of it. right? But I wasn't. I wasn't afraid like I was about, my life was about to end. Or that I was about to lose control of myself as much. I was explaining to myself that this is anxiety. This is a symptom. I've had it a hundred times. 
it's okay. And I'm having this panic attack. And I'm going to live with it. I'm going to keep watching TV. I'm not going to let this feeling take me away from having a good time. Because it has. It's taken me away from doing a lot of things. (laughs) I'm like one of the biggest flakes as a friend. Like for, I don't party or anything, but like for hanging out, I'd be like, oh yeah, for sure I'll be there. And then I'll start, you know, getting that feeling. And I'm like, oh, man, what if I get that this feeling while I'm at a party or hanging out? And everyone looks at me. And then I get all in my head about it. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just stay home watch, watch TV. I'll stay in my bed. And that's what that feeling's done to me. It's made me. It's one. That's all I'm trying to say, is that it's won so many times. And I'm sick of it winning. I'm sick of it controlling my life. Uh, One of my friends last night, she was telling me how she liked the last podcast. And... She was, like, explaining anxiety as a wall. Invisible wall that no one can see. And I was telling her... That that was a great analogy. But that I'm trying to figure out a way that we can find a way to just go through this wall. And not have to live our our lives on one side of it. Because I catch myself a lot of times being upset with other people that they don't have this feeling. And they, you know, take it for granted that, you know, they drive willy-nilly without ever feeling this feeling. They can go... For me, it happens a lot at night. That's when it's the worst. He's driving around at night. And I'll get that feeling. And I get jealous that other people don't get this feeling. And, you know, they're just living life. It seems like not a worry in the world, but everyone everyone has problems. But I just get so jealous that they don't have this feeling. And I feel that's a dangerous thing to do. But it's true that I've done that. I've been jealous that other people don't have this feeling. They're just driving around. I'm like, you have no idea how good it is that you can just go around and do this. But who am I to say that that they don't have any trouble in their life? Everyone has trouble in their life. Everyone's going through something. I'm sure if you're sitting somewhere, the person next to you has had a crazy life. I'm sure the other person on the other side of you has had a crazy life. And it's not fair for me to say that other people are running around willy-nilly. <laughs> but I hope that makes sense. I have to stop letting anxiety change my life. I have to... I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Like my friend said, she said, a wall. I need to stop living on one side of it and being so mad at people on the other side of the glass. 
if it's a you know invisible wall to glass. I need to just go over there. And be on that side. Be on the side of doing what I want and not having something stop me. Like anxiety. And if you're listening to this, I'm sure that you've had a lot of those nights where you tell a friend no to hanging out because, you know, you don't feel good. And of course, there's nights that you just have, you know, you could only, you could only win so many battles. And I think it's okay to have a few nights to yourself. But I don't think every night should be that. I don't think every night should be you being conquered by anxiety. So, that's a little side tangent on anxiety. It's overwhelming. But we can't just pretend it's not there. We have to accept it. And we have to not be afraid of it. Because that's what I did with the car. I created a new phobia for myself that, you know, I attached the feeling. uh, I believe it's called depersonalization. I attached that feeling to cars. So every time I even got in a car, I started to feel like that. And it kind of gave me a phobia of cars. I remember when I first started driving again. Or, <clears throat> I guess it's not driving. Sorry if my voice is all messed up. But I don't know what's going on. My throat's like super dry. But, uh. When I first started driving again, it was on a four-wheeler. Right? A, you know, a quad. Honda four wheeler, cause I, I, f- I was like claustrophobic inside of a car, so the only way I could personally get myself somewhere was on a four wheeler, and as far as I could go legally, was to, our grocery store that had a back road. But to find out, you know, the local cop pulled me over and told me I can't be doing that anymore. I'm like, you son of a bitch, you don't know what I'm going through. I need this. I need this four wheeler. But it pushed me to slowly start driving again. I would drive my car to the store with a friend or my mom or dogs. And I slowly started driving further and further. And I remember there was a few times that I would drive. And I'd have to leave my car somewhere. And have a friend. Take another friend and myself to pick up the car. Which sucked. It was embarrassing. <laughs> Thinking back all those times. Kev, why don't you just drive? You motherfucker. You don't know what I'm going through. Ah, I wish I just... I wish I could have snapped out of it then. I wish that I wouldn't have let anxiety... Uh, affect me like that so much. Because I could have had that same mindset at the beginning that, you know, I accepted these feelings. But I didn't. And it took me a whole year to figure out that I could drive. And that if I accepted these feelings, that they would eventually go away. So I hope you get what I'm trying to say here is that you can't just pretend it's not there. 
It's never going to get, for me, it never got me any further. And as soon as I started standing up for myself to it, the better I got. And even now, I don't know what you'd call it, a rut. I feel like a rut is kind of like for like a depression thing. Um, but I feel like a period of time that it's worse than it usually is. But even now is 500 times better than it was in the beginning, just because I understand it more. And I know how to do what I did on the couch when I was watching Stranger Things. Just accept it. Which is easier said than done. Like these goals. I've totally steered away from the whole <laughs> point of this. But I think that is how I want these podcasts to go. Is like a little bit of structure, but try to be come from the most loving place I can. Because that's all I want this to be. Is coming from a place of love. And uh, showing people or talking to people like I wanted to be talked to when I was stuck in that loop for a year. I let anxiety control my life for a year. I don't want that to happen to any of you. And especially if you're new to this, it goes away. It gets better. Sometimes it doesn't go 100%, but it does get way better. I promise. Just got to keep your head up. Got to keep your head up. Just don't pretend like it's not there. Accept it. And you're more than it. That's why I said that this morning. Last time I said, I'm Kevin and I have anxiety. Today I said, I'm Kevin and I'm more than anxiety. Because I am, and so are you. We are all more than anxiety. Um, back to the notes. Uh... How do I accomplish these new daily goals? All right, well, 5.30, waking up at 5.30. A new habit I'm going to have to create. Uh, Today was day one. 5.30. Set my alarm for 5.30. I'm definitely going to make sure to be in bed by 10 o'clock. At most, 10 o'clock. And I'm sure I'll have a few days where I get to bed late. But if more than not, I wake up at 5.30, I'm a happy dude. Nine out of ten times of waking up at 5.30, goal accomplished. But I think I need a better morning routine so I don't get burnt out on waking up at 5.30. Like, I don't know. Wake up, 5.30... Do some butt naked yoga on the roof or something. <laughs> Watch the sunrise. You know, just make my morning interesting. And that'll be a way for me to create the new habit. Because then I'll be happy. Nah, not with doing butt naked yoga on the roof. But finding something in the morning that makes me happy 
gives me something to look forward to waking up early. That's how I'm going to accomplish that. Uh, Meditation. Again, I have this app called Headspace. If you got the hookup on Headspace, give me that. Hook me up with that sweet, juicy subscription. I think it's only 10 bucks a month, but your boy's on a budget, so. As soon as this podcast money starts coming in, I'm going to have that headspace. It'll be a sponsor. Get us all some money off. <laughs> but uh, it has uh, notifications. It's like one of the only things on my phone that has a notification. I try not to have notifications on for social media. Because I hate checking my phone so much. Again, because, like I said before, trying to be present. And not being present leads me to having those uh, panic attacks where I feel like I'm disconnected from my body. So, it's just good for you. That's why, you know, being present is really good for you. Knowing where you are. Or, uh, I forgot this book I'm called, or I'm reading is called, I think The Art of Communication. He talks a lot about how we don't, Realize we have a body until it starts aching. Like when we're just sitting there throughout the day. I'm like, damn, that's really true. Except for when I realized that I was zoned out for so long, I kind of start freaking out. I'm getting better at that. I just need to be more aware. I need to be more aware. And present. So, look up at 5.30, two new morning habits, or uh, routine. I'm going to figure that out. Tell me how I accomplish that. Uh, Meditation, headspace, has notification. Uh, I think it's notified me like twice already this morning. Let's see. Uh, It has. Headspace quote for the day is There's conditional love and unconditional love One limits the mind The other sets it free Do with that quote as you will So As long as I keep these notifications on I'm not going to forget to meditate I think there's a time or two I think I set it for like One o'clock or three It's like three minutes Meditation Highly recommend it. I haven't been doing it very long, but after I do it, I'm like, zend out. <laughs> so that's that's how I'm accomplishing that. Uh, eating enough. Simplest way to do that is track your weight every day. Make sure that you are maintaining your weight or, you know, slightly gaining it. Don't want to gain too much weight at one time. Definitely don't want to lose too much weight at one time. Uh, I I go into a little more depth than that. I use my fitness pal. So that's how I know when I'm eating enough. So when I hit my macronutrients on there, uh, keeping my room clean. That one actually, that one is one of those things I'm all or nothing at. It's either spotless or looked like a tornado went through it. Um, keeping my hamper not. 
too full. Sorry. Ah, I'm tired. Whose idea was it to wake up at 5.30? What an idiot. Uh, keeping my hamper not very full has helped. Because then I got to do laundry. And then that keeps it from clothes piling up. And I get... Uh, discouraged, maybe. When I have too many clothes in the hamper, and I'm like, oh man, it's going to take me forever to do all these clothes. But if I do them like a little load at a time or a medium-sized load at a time, then it's not so overwhelming when you got to do two or three loads, you know? So I wake up, make my bed, make sure my shoes are on this little shoe rack I have. Um, and... Make sure I commit to doing my laundry. I think that's usually what makes my room the dirtiest is laundry. So I'll take it out of the dryer or I hang my shirts and stuff. I hang them on a little air dryer. And then I'll just kind of like sometimes I'll fold them up and I'll just put them on my bed. Or not even fold them, but just like fold them in half. When I, I hang them with a hanger, so I shouldn't be folding them. I'll fold them and then I'll have like a bag of laundry. I'll just put it on my bed, and then if I don't do it right then, I know that's not getting done for a few days because I'll just go to bed, and I'll put the put the bag of laundry on the ground when I should have just, as soon as I took it out of the dryer, folded it, and put all my clothes away. So that was way too long of an explanation, but that's how I'm going to keep my room clean is to stay on top of things. Uh, the gym, I think I had that down because I'm trying to go twice a day. I haven't been. I haven't got my life sorted or organized enough to go twice a day. But eventually, I want to start going twice a day. Uh, if you're interested at all in that. So what I'm going to be doing is I'll be doing my heavy compound movements in the morning. And then at night when I am not so fatigued, you know, so throughout the day, I'll have time to recover, eat enough food, rest relax I uh, won't be so fatigued and my um, progression will be greater because I'll you know have more energy if I go do bench and I go try to skull crush uh, let's say if my arms are fresh and I can do three sets of 10 with 90 pound barbell or something like that I'm not sure I have to look in my book what I'm doing but for an example, 90 pounds, fresh, I walk in fresh, and I'm doing 90 pounds, three sets of 10 on skull crushers. If I go on bench before that, there's no way I'm going to hit three sets of 10 with uh, 90. So if I'm able to get a little stimulus in the morning and stimulus at night, I'll be much better, be in a much better place for gains if I can go do the light stuff at night where I can put in a little bit more work than I would have been able to right after the first session. But again, I'm trying to be, look a certain way. Uh, I don't look it now, <laughs> so that's that's why I'm doing it. But there's definitely signs to the gym too. That's something I wanted to talk about on this podcast is the gym.
and sports science, exercise science, and how much I dislike bro science. So, no, I'll save that for a different episode. I was about to explain to you something, but this is probably already long enough. And if you're still listening to this, I appreciate you. I'm trying to get better at these. I'm not sure how often I should be putting them out once a week or once a day. Not sure. Uh, Trying to remember if there's anything else I wanted to talk about. Um, Oh, yeah, something I wrote down. What's the shortest path to the best version of myself? If you and if you ask yourself what's the fastest or the shortest uh what the hell is it called? You know what? Before I start recording, I swear my brain's like all there, you know? I got all these notes written down. I'm good to go. As soon as I press record, it just I don't know where it goes. It just disappears, it goes into the trash can. But, what is it? You got two dots. What What's the shortest distance in between or something? Straight line. I don't remember that saying. But you know what I'm saying. If you're going to go from California to New York, the easiest way or the fastest way to get there. Or the... Damn it, work, brain. The shortest way would be a straight line, right? So that's what I'm trying to remember in this uh, um, self-improvement thing. It's to stay on the stay on the course and not steer off that straight line, like I did before. Man, before I was like an arrow <laughs> towards the target, and then a gust of wind came in, blew me like a boomerang, went right back to where I started. So I'm trying to avoid doing that again. Uh, anything else? Who do I want to become? That should be what you ponder today. Who do you want to be? Figure it out. Start working towards it. That's what I'm trying to do. I want to get into fitness, so <laughs> I'm going in and uh, beat myself up twice a day. I'm trying to get to where I'm beating myself up tri- twice a day and working towards my uh, personal training certification. Uh, I had to get a freaking CPR certification before I can even test, so last night I had to go do that. And I thought I was going to get all worked up for, because they do like a, I don't know if any of you are CPR or not, but CPR certified, they have like a little, like a dummy and then you do like a, well my instructor anyway, she did like a, a real life scenario where we like worked as a team and she's like, or she picked one of the group guys to delegate tasks to each one of us and I started with compressions I'm like oh shit here we go fucking all the pressure's on and I just remembered everything I'd studied and reviewed I mean it wasn't rocket science or anything the CPR thing but 
I thought being under pressure like that, I would I wouldn't have performed, you know, because anxiety. Bastard gets in the way sometimes, but it didn't last night, and I was super happy. And I was happy to tell. I was I left the place excited that I was gonna be able to share that on here. And I want to come up with a way for us to share stories. So I don't know how I do that. Not sure how I do that. This thing's obviously not big yet. I don't know if it ever will be. If this is only helping two people, that's cool with me. Take 30 minutes a day to talk into this microphone and share my thoughts. And if it helps two people, one person really makes me happy. And I don't mind it. It is weird just talking to this thing and not having any feedback the whole time. But a lot of people, a lot, like five, three or four or five. I'll say four or five. People told me that they liked it. They were probably just <laughs> saying that. You know, people are. But anyway, I hope this helps you somehow. This tangent I went on today. To not pretend or not to pretend like anxiety's not there. Accept it. Ride the wave. You have before. And you're here to listen to this story. Right? It's not something you haven't experienced yet. You know what it is. Alright. If you're still listening to this, thank you so much. Uh, This has been episode two of The Anxious Mind. We are more than anxiety. Always remember that. Remember to stay present throughout the day. And smile at someone today. So many people are not smiling at each other. Just smile. I'm pretty sure I got uh, what it's called resting bitch face. I look grumpy all the time. But I try to share my good mood when I'm in one, like I am today. I'm in a good mood. So, <laughs> and I was in, you can't hear it, but I'm smiling at you right now. I'm smiling at you. Because I'm happy and we're going to get better. Uh, yeah, smile at someone today. Much love to all you guys. I will see you for episode three, whenever that is and whatever it's about. Thank you. We're going to get better. Fuck anxiety.